Hello listeners, and welcome to the Montel Weekly Podcast, bringing energy matters in an informal setting. In this week's pod, we'll discuss in detail last week's bidding error in the Nordic spot market, quite possibly the costliest in European power market history, not just financially, but also for the Nordic electricity system and the reputational damage incurred. A clear and obvious error, for half of Finland's peak power demand slipped through the net and sent power prices plunging to minus 500 euros a megawatt hour instead of euro 60 per megawatt hour as forecast. What happened? Who was responsible? And what will the consequences be? Helping me, Richard Sverson, to discuss this unprecedented incident is Marit Usitalo Fingrid, Riku Merikoski of Axpo, and our own Gert of Molestad. A warm welcome to you all. Thank you. But before we start, I'd like to, to make it clear that I invited Norpool to participate uh, in the podcast, but, but they declined. And the company responsible for the bidding error, Bergen-based Connect Energy, has been asked for comments several times, but has always refused to give any. But let me start with you, um, Gert. What actually happened on the Thursday, the 23rd of November? Uh, well, we were looking for the spot price for Friday and checking that. And then we saw some very peculiar numbers for Finland. Mm. Uh, they outturned at minus 203 and we really couldn't believe our eyes. And then we saw that uh, 10 consecutive hours were at minus 500, which is in the, at the technical price floor. And it was hard to believe that this could, could be right. We tried then to, to check with Newpool that the, the price was correct and we got uh, confirmation that the price was firm, at this, as I said, mm. even though everybody, I think, very quickly acknowledged that this was something very wrong going on, on here. And since then, we, you discussed with the Newpool CEO, Tom Darrell, what, what's his version of events? Well, he said that they got a wrong bid from Connect Energy. Connect Energy sold on average almost five 0.8 gigawatt of power in, in Finland for Friday, which it didn't have, and which caused the prices to, to plunge. And and the wrong bid is solely Connect's uh, responsibility. However, the bid was flagged in Nordpol system, and it was uh, as an outlayer, and it was uh, marked with a, a red alarm. But Nordpol kind of, they didn't discover it soon enough to uh, avoid it going through the auction and, and causing then the, the price to crash. Mm. So there seems to be some system deficiencies at Nordpol as well, not being able to spot it. Although, of course, the, the error was connects. But, uh, you know, there's something that, that, that wasn't flagged up in, in the Nordpol system. Well, I think it was flagged, but the Nordpol kind of, they didn't take it further. The, uh, the system uh, identified the bid as something very fishy. But, but Nordpol, they, they didn't uh, have time or they didn't uh, act on it at least. And it's very common when, when bids uh, deviates considerably from the day before that Nordpol checks with the, their customer if anything, uh, everything is all right. But that was not done in this case. And we also asked Nordpol exactly when the bid from Connect was submitted, but Nordpol has declined to answer and says that uh, Connect has to answer that question. And we tried several times to get some answers from Connect, but they, they've declined commenting the whole story so far. Unfor unfortunately, I must say. Yeah, absolutely. Marit, if I could turn to you, what was the, the Fingrid reaction here to the auction and the outturn of the prices there? I think the initial reaction was was just like you said, uh, sort of an astonishment. Can this be correct? Because it was not all at all aligned with the system fundamentals that we were expecting. So, so we in our control center as well 
sort of started looking where is the error and and uh, of course it was clear very fast that it is an error and uh, of course Kinect came out with this market message quite soon and then we of course talked with Nordpool we asked them to make a rerun because we we thought this is the this is not going to work for for the Finnish system as mentioned uh, the error was in average about half the Finnish consumption so uh, it was clear that it had sort of um, replaced the correct production or generation from from the market and in addition there was a curtailed energy uh, about those bits that were actually real bits uh, in in the market so uh, uh, that was our initial reaction and then then we started uh, contacting the market participants we sent a message to our market participants that please be aware of the situation please be active in, in uh, future intraday and, and balancing markets uh, to be able to correct this and then we also asked Nordpool to come out with this information about being active and and so so they sort of uh, kindly also put out the message that uh, uh, please be active on intraday markets uh, to correct and finally we also were in contact with with this Kinect uh, energy and uh, made clear to them that it's their task to to sort of start acting in the intraday to correct the error as soon as it was clear that it's not gonna be cleared with the rerun uh, by by Nordpool or by the by the market coupling coupling processes. Mm. I think we'll we'll come back to touch upon the consequences and, and what happened the day after in Finland as well. But uh, Riku, what was the the reaction from the market participants, such as yourself? I mean, uh, I know you've posted some things on LinkedIn and you weren't very pleased about what 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 happens. But do you think the 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 exchange should have undertaken a second auction? Well, I wasn't expecting anything uh, strange in that day. So let's say I was completely doing normal work when I. Uh, one client asked that what's wrong with Finland and then I was I was almost about to uh, answer that nothing but there is shouldn't be anything t- tomorrow which was in line with the expectations however then I looked at the prices and al- also like updated maybe 10 times before I believed my eyes that in a way well this has done well I had the first uh, right idea at the first side so in a way there must be wrong volumes on the sell side that's the first thing I checked, and this was very correct. Yes. However, what happened thereafter, of course, let's say, I immediately started thinking of this, that in a way, how is it possible that this can have gone through the power exchange's system? Because in a way, the power exchange is a big part of the critical system infrastructure, and if it fails to... Uh, provide prices which are reasonable that's a major system problem and I I'm let's say I'm really disappointed that this it was possible that this happened because also this quite clearly points out that if someone wanted to harm the Nordic power system it would have been really really easy if even this much uh, this clear wrong bit was not stopped because it, it could easily have gone to the other direction as well. And then the people would in Finland would have been on the streets the next day. It was a pure, I, w- I would say it was pure luck that we had a sell-side error and not a buy-side error. There, there, nothing has been proven that there has would have been a different reaction if it had been on the other side. And that's what I'm really worried, that it doesn't seem we are ready for the 
some if someone would try to harm us on purpose. Mm. So I mean that that has quite serious security implications. What you're saying there, Riku, and and uh, then are you concerned? I mean, from what we're hearing, that it was flagged up the error, but nothing was done about it. Is is that a, a worry here? For all market players, it doesn't play any role if it was flagged. The most important thing was that it was not acted upon. Like, I I don't think anyone cares. Or well, of course, it's better that it was noted, but it was. It's maybe even more concerning that then no action was taken. I I'm also a bit like worried about the decision process here. Because I would say that the harm caused by this is massively larger than any amount of delay in publishing the prices would have ever been. Even, let's say, five-hour delay of prices publishing would have been totally a hiccup compared to this total disaster what we have at now at hand. Should the minimum would have been a second auction and, and, and dealing with that, or...? Yeah, I know the argument that they didn't have the grounds to do so, but in a way, somehow even the major stock exchanges can roll out false trades out of their system. There has been multiple events in stock exchanges where you can have millions of trades in seconds, and that they are possible to, let's say, delete the wrong trades. So somehow I don't buy the argument that it was not possible at all. I have a hard time to believe that the other operate market operators in Europe would have declined to cooperate in a situation which actually it harms all power exchanges in Europe that this happens. I think that this is a clear problem from them all, not only Nordpool. I mean, we we heard uh, as well for that that Fingrid wasn't in, in dialogue with Nordpool there, Marit. Was your understanding that they grasp the the gravity of the situation? Uh, I, I I can't say I, I can't say that uh, whether whether they did or not. Uh, what what we we asked them to do was, uh, but of course that was already after the prices were out. And I I totally agree with with Rico that it, this should have been uh, acted upon before the prices were out, and and the erroneous uh, bid should have been cleared uh, from from the from the market coupling process. And um, I I also agree that. Uh, if that would have been done, in addition to that, we do not have real processes right now. We don't have the second auction in, in the Nordics, and we don't have a process for, for this in the market coupling process. But uh, that said, I agree that it would have been a minor discussion today or, or this uh, situation that uh, we would be now discussing, okay, why did we uh, break our own rules about not uh, making a, a, a clear clear cut? Or, or, or now we are talking about this in in public we are talking about uh the the public opinion or power exchanges which are already already uh in in bad reputation after last winter at least here in in finland i, I assume not very many are happy about the price fluctuations uh, due to the wind power but at least here in finland uh it, it has uh, again uh started discussions about uh, is this really a way to go with electricity market so it, it is, I, in, my, in my opinion, it is really detrimental uh, effect that it has had on the whole electricity market. Um, and this might have not been recognized by, by, the, by the power exchanges. Uh, this happening in Finland, which is uh, a bit, uh, bit uh, on, the, on the borders of, of the European system. But, but anyway, I, I totally agree that it should have been cleared before the prices were up.
how was the situation covered by the Finnish media? Were they quite critical of 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 the exchange, how the process happened, and and of the consequences in Finland on the Friday? Some part of the media discussion was about expected reaction of the consumption because now they were having a, a, a Black Friday on on power exchange prices uh, minus five five hundred euros, and and they have been. Uh, hit with the high prices the last winter, so uh, so one part of the media reaction was sort of anticipating that. An- another part of the media coverage was about has this been done in deliberately? Has this been uh, done with the target of harming the sister? And and that that sort of uh, field was also covered in the in the media. And and then of course uh, started this that uh, how can this happen and and all these. Uh, power exchanges, uh, how how do they actually work? And and sort of uh, after we sort of cleared that uh, deliberate act of harming uh, in, in media, then, then we started discussing about the power exchange act activities. How close was Finland to a, to a blackout, the lights going out? Well, we were not worried about uh, really about, for example, about power adequacy, because we knew, as Rico was mentioning, we didn't expect any special day. For, for that Friday, because we we saw that there was wind power in the system, there were no no major um, generator trips uh, announced. So we knew the system was adequate. We we know the generations are still there; they haven't gone anywhere. Only that the market results uh, has not sort of started them up. So we were not really worried about the power adequacy uh, as such. Uh, but what what worried us was about the, how will that be handled and and then about the visibility of the sort of system state we used the the spot results as sort of the initial system balancing for the next day and, and that is really important for the system so so having a visibility for the next day which which comes as a result of, of this calculation or market coupling system which generators are up and running uh, who gets the power and, and such, and what, what sort of defines the system, transmission system uh, state. And, and as, as we did not have that, uh, that sort of worried us the more. But you saw a big increase in power consumption as well on the day. We saw some figures, 17%. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about the percentages, but uh, on, on, on megawatts, uh, when, when, when that hour, hour change came, when the 500 uh, minus uh, euro start, came up, uh, we saw system consumption uh, change. I think uh, initially on the hour change, it was like a thousand megawatts and sort of the peak power in Finland is 13,000. So it's quite remarkable change. And and looking at the what what was the consumption on, on those hours in the previous day, I think it was like uh, between thousand and thousand four hundred megawatts more on those hours. So, so people were really having a field day on, on this platform. Yeah, exactly. On the Black Friday and, the, and um, firing up their saunas. Yeah, yeah. I could actually continue on that a bit, that in a way, I would say that this this went pretty much as I expected as well, that in a way I was expecting quite a strong consumption increase. And especially, uh, I let's say, I was worried about the distribution grid side. And we actually, what happened, we, we know from several reports that there was some distribution grid level problems because people used so much power in, uh, like, at at weak line ends that uh, some fuses were blown and that kind of stuff. But in a way, 
of course, that's a, in a way in the big picture is it's a, it was a minor problem. However, I think it also proves that people have been said that everyone has been saying for quite some time that uh, you must react to power prices. And then suddenly you say that you shouldn't react to power prices. That's a very, very unfortunate thing to say. What do we say them next time? So do they have to call first finger it to ask that are these prices real or not? That's a, that's a very fair point, Rico. I think a very good one. Um, but if I can ask you, Gert, um, how we've seen the reaction from Finland, but how was it perceived in Norway uh, and, and elsewhere in Norway, like in Sweden, for example? You know, it, the reactions has been really strong and people are characterizing this as something the worst that's ever happened in at least the Nordic power market. We've we never seen a, fit, a fat finger of this magnitude before. And, and People have also compared it to the Aina Ors default at Nasdaq, but then they say this was purely that was a purely financial incident. Incident, but but this is this was physical and way 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 more serious. So so this is a really um, this is a, a really uh, serious event, uh, and 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 people are also very I would say disappointed by the lack of transparency from from both uh, Nopool and Connect. They they want more uh, facts on the table, mm. and both the Finnish regulator and the Norwegian regulator are going to probe the 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 case uh, with Finland uh, towards Connect and and uh, the Norwegian regulator towards Nopool. But I also would say that it's important for the credibility of the system going forward that we actually get to know mm. what happened and when it happened. And I don't think they should hide uh, at all in this matter. I mean, do you think, like, for example, Marit, has, has, there have been some questions raised about the structure of the market, how it's organized. Do you think that could rear its head as well, that people say, oh, why were, you know, why did the, 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 the TSOs, why did they sell themselves out of, out of the market? Is the structure as we have at the moment with exchanges competing with each other, is that the correct way to go forward? Do you think these questions will come up? Definitely, and there's always already a debate uh, about that going on, and, and there's been a suggestion to um, to instead of having several exchanges calculating the price, that you have one entity in Europe, and this might be kind of a a step toward towards that. I, I don't know how that's going to uh, pan out, but but uh, at least there's been so much criticism, and um, I don't know this not. Discredibility for the whole energy market the last year, and then you have this story mm. on top of everything, which is just really harmful. Mm, exactly, because like you pointed out, the Aina Os, uh, there was a one guy who lost, uh, you know, hundreds of millions uh, of krona. But that didn't that didn't affect public money in, and that was that exactly. was private companies uh, exchanging money, and he lost a lot, of course. But but uh, this has serious consequences for the whole society, and it's a, a completely different matter. This is the physical market. This is the the power system and the credibility and and the security of of where we get our energy from. That's a put, put, put you know put to question here. So, uh, Marit, what 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 can you see as being the consequences, or what would you like to see as the consequences of this mistake? A, a deep seated inquiry and and a, and a promise that you know what what to, what should be put in place to ensure this doesn't happen again. I, I would like to like to see, as as was also, also mentioned, uh, sort of an open discussion on on how can we together uh, prevent this uh, again. So so all the power exchanges, it, it's not only Nord Pole, but all the all the power exchanges need to check that how are they dealing with erroneous speed, how are they uh, figuring out that there is actually an erroneous speed, 
and we together we need to look into the process. I understand that the existing uh, setup uh, needs some rigid processes because there are so many actors. We have uh, I don't know forty TSOs, fifteen power exchanges, uh, and 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 so forth. So I understand that there needs to be rigid processes, but we really need to look into those and the timelines uh, about the market coupling process that we we need to introduce a place where Eronos bids as clear as this one need to be cleared before the prices are out. So that's that's my wish that we can we can find that kind of a process um, development. Enrico, do you have any idea of the, the costs of the mistake? I mean, who, who did it hit the hardest here? Well, of course, what we know for certain is that Kinect gave out this extremely brief statement that they lost between 50 and 55 million dollars. That's what they say and nothing, absolutely nothing else. So I think we can agree on that point. Then I have heard some uh, calculations that Swedish producers lost a couple of tens of millions and definitely Finnish producers lost some tens of millions in, in the, the crude sense of it as well. Then we have actually also those Finnish sales companies whose, uh, let's say, sales forecasts failed quite a lot because of this extreme increase uh, and totally, which no one was prepared for. So I think they lost also considerable sum of money. So I would uh, very easily believe that the cost of this is well above 100 millions in total. <laughs> I could also even add that because in a way now you are, the error was so big that in a way now whole monthly settlement and quarterly settlements of the financial market are quite a lot wrong for Finland. So anyone who had Finnish e-pads or even system prices, they were settled against totally false things. So in the, then in the financial market, to, in a way, incorrect money flow is also really big. <laughs> and I could even add that even the Finnish state has to pay more support subsidized seeds for the subsidized windmills, because even on the quarterly level, this has a major effect on the Finnish quarterly average based on which the subsidies are counted on. So in a way, and I think it's very desperate to believe that you would ever get that money back from anyone I that doesn't seem to gra like it will be a very hard process to hope anything for like that I, I I think some statements from Nordpool side that anyone harmed by this should maybe then try to sue Kinect Energy uh, I don't think that was a very serious statement the, the likelihood of getting money that way it might be a quite hard and expensive process to try. Of course, someone better knows the legal stuff better than me, but in a way, I wouldn't believe that it's an easy way to get anything reimbursed that way. No, absolutely. I mean, but, 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 but bidding errors happen all the time, Gerd, don't they? I mean, we report on several several companies, they do one a week almost, but uh, but not to this magnitude. No, no, no. This is completely overshadows everything else we see on a normal week at least. So so usually you have, I don't know, a couple of maybe a hundred or a couple of hundreds megawatts hours for some some hours during a day in some price area or some, some country. But this was just like unprecedented. So, mm. Absolutely. And 
Marit, I mean, to, to round off here, I think, uh, with you and Yuriku here about the, the public perception of, of energy. I mean, you know, energy companies over the years have got a bashing. Uh, now the exchanges, the high volatility over and the energy crisis, you know, it's it's a, it's an area where there's a lot of focus. Um, what does this do to the way, you know, the Finnish population will look at, you know, companies such as yourselves or the exchange or other other suppliers and, and power generators? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in in my opinion, this hasn't helped any of of the already bad reputation due to the high and and volatile prices. And and uh, what Rico said previously about the message has been now now I think a year and a half that yes, you should react to the prices, and and then uh, uh, about the sort of the public opinion now is that uh, how can we believe in these prices that come out of this lottery? So, so that that has really been a bad reputational uh, effect on on the whole 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 uh, field actually for the for the energy side. Mm. And have have the ripples even been felt as far away as Switzerland, Rick? Well, that's I know where you you sit. Uh, that's where the headquarters of of your company is. Yes, I would say that this, not not in the. I wouldn't say that in the media this has been that much. It, it's it's in a way it's clearly in a Nordic. Nordic context where this has, uh, but I think the anyone in the in the industry feels the same worry because in a way now it's also about whether it's actually really so. How Nordpol stated it that in a way due to this European integration process we can't cannot act on this kind of cases because then we, it would actually extend the problem any anywhere else as well. That if then someone does this next week on some other place, then we could face the same error. I, I don't know, but it seems like it's possible. But in a way, to just estimate the size of the public damage, one should look at the commentaries on those newspaper articles on this. Those are full of, let's say, energy industry bashing. I think this is a very high price to pay for. Pay for this, in a way, whole reliability of the whole system has been widely questioned and even not only by angry people but even like the largest newspapers are writing that is this system worth to be trusted i I think that you rarely see that kind of articles in like mainstream media that in a way does the market work anymore Absolutely, it's a it's a very serious matter, and I think uh, we will watch very closely what happens at, at the regulatory level. Uh, of course, you'll be able to read all about it on Montel News, but I think uh, we'll also see what the regulators come up with um, to to avoid this kind of um, very grave bidding um, error mistake. I could actually add one more point. I think one idea which is really some people point out is the question of somehow position limits that in a way. Should you really be allowed to bid uh, much more than you can, actually you physically have, that should there be asset-based bidding limits? This is one one clear idea which could have actually, uh, could actually regulate. I don't know how that would change things, but somehow I think most people would agree that if you have 100 megs of assets, you shouldn't be able to bid 1,000. I think most people would somehow agree with the principle but in a way it seems currently there is none but I think many people will be asking this question that should there then be absolutely yeah, yeah. very very good question to ask I think very good Marit 
Riku and Gert, thank you very much for being guests on the Monto Weekly Podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you.